What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It's Tuesday nights live. My name is Jay, bringing you top auto logistics video news connecting retail, wholesale, logistics, and tech, and your auto transport community media since 2017. Thank you so much for taking the time. Please do leave a like, click share, copy, tell your friends. Thanks for watching ATI. Uh, please do feel welcome to ATI if this is your first time. Feel welcome. You can join the live chat. You can say hello. We have a great show tonight. We have Tim Cox with Car Now. He's on the show tonight. If you're not familiar with Car Now, there's a lot to learn, so please do stick around for that. I'm going to go into auto logistics news here in a second. Uh, we've got pessimistic auto industry report, Mannheim Rocky Point expansion, Jack Cooper yellow bk assets bid with breaking news so we got some cool news um tim cox of car now is here at the quarter hour and then we're going to go into a panel with uvi assertus auto hauler exchange and dealers link are with us this is a really big show so please do buckle up drum roll please here we go let's go into some news oh, let's bring that up okay jay you ready okay here we go ding so Show three, two, four in a row on a Tuesday here on ATI. This is the uh, Used Car Week 2023 to NADA Show 2024 pre-NADA show with Car Now. So that's the concept. Roll with me. Um, if you're not familiar with Car Now, Car Now, do it right now. Go to CarNow.com, and it's it's. So here's what it is. Online to in-person sales and real-time messaging. How do you take a customer from online to then in-person and make it seamless? That's what CarNow does. And you can think of the different applications of that in your industry vertical. Um, there's a lot of integrations with CarNow. There's Orbi had announced their integration with CarNow. So there's a lot of CarNow news. This came out today. Thank you, Lou Last. Uh, Car now appoints new chief revenue officer Will Farmer, and Will brings a wealth of experience from diverse industries, including automotive, mobile tech, telecommunications, real estate, and auctions. So hopefully, you get a chance to meet Will sometime. Looking forward to that. Make a note, right? Next time I'm in a trade show, try to meet Will. Um, UVI is on the show, on the panel. You know, they made the, the deal with Amazon. That's an amazing breakthrough and announcement. Assertus talking about OpConnect, uh, electrify nationwide locations to electrify 41 of its 67 nationwide locations. Did you know Assertus had 67 nationwide locations? So that's pretty interesting news. Auto Hall Exchange, as you knew, launched new online marketplace transforming industry uh they're in the panel and of course dealers link is with us new and used car merchandising yeah i'm pretty excited you know i go from used car week 2023 and now they're on to auto intel summit in april to nada show 2024 i know it's it's pre-christmas right pre-christmas and so we're, we're gearing up for that, but as soon as the holidays end, man, it is going to be NADA City. Um, so that's why we're jumping the gun and getting in the news. We had Joe Overby from Auto Remarketing on the show last Tuesday night, and Nick Zulovich was with us. I just want to mention if you haven't seen my uh, Used Car Week podcast stage interview with Doug Haddon, check that out. That's out on LinkedIn and YouTube. 
ATI is the ecosystem's neutral zone. Of course I'm excited about that because I talk about the entire ecosystem. Yes, they got routes and transportation and logistics, but new cars, used cars, auctions, dealers, brokers, carriers, logistics, equipment, insurance, we're following the disconnect between sales and operations always. And that's why on Thursdays I do Dispatching Live, the logistics show. If you didn't see Auto Transport with Michael last Thursday, that was a great show. Really, um, yeah, the sound was a little dicey, but uh, what's interesting is here's the takeaway. Michael was talking about why the majority of independent owner-operated car haulers are immigrants. So that's a bit of a mic drop. Might get a YouTube short out of that too. But let's go into delivering auto logistics news. Here we go. All right, that's enough of the drum roll, Jay. Okay, so, uh, so we're going to start with, let's start with a little bit of bad news. Um, Cox Automotive is sharing a come down from favorable market dealers uh, being pessimistic now and as we move forward. So, yeah, uh, and the upcoming three months. The return to more normal market conditions has soured auto dealers' moods, even though a state of heightened profitability remains. Franchise dealers panned their fourth quarter market and the typically optimistic industry for the first time in survey history had an even worse outlook for the quarter ahead, says Cox Automotive Chief Economist Jonathan Smoke. And this is taking pessimism to a whole new level. Sorry to say. Then you'll see that. You'll see You'll see the ups and downs. And after a while, you realize, man, I'm not going to report on any up or down. But pessimism... I'll report on. Franchise auto dealers rated their current market at 49, down from 57 in the third quarter and at 52 a year ago on a scale of zero to. It is the worst sentiment since the second quarter of 2020. Ah, the first full quarter of COVID. There's that word again. And independent dealers also rated the market the worst since the second quarter of 2020. So that's not good. Um, we got some graphs. This is on Automotive News. Interest rate's still a problem for dealers. We've got dealer profit falls, inventory rises. Hmm. Franchise dealers not thrilled with Q4. Mm-hmm. Starts, the beginning of that graph is 2019. Look at that dip. Wow. Well, it's hard to beat that. That's the 2020 Q2 dip. So if you're comparing to Q2 2020, that is bad. Seems excited. Uh, let's keep moving. U.S. opens push to mandate anti-drunk driving technology. By the way, I just want to give this. I'm not excited about reporting pessimistic news, but I am, uh, you know, a, a benchmark that we can see as something credible to rely on. And what are you seeing right now in the last couple weeks? Do you, can you feel the tightening? I feel the tightening. I, I think I see it too. But I also, uh, there's a lot of optimism, but we have to be realistic. Let's just keep going, Jay. Congress in 2021 directed U.S. regulators to mandate a passive technology to try to avert more than 10,000 deaths annually. Oh, this is getting depressing. The law required USDOT to set a technology safety standard by November 2024. So, in 2021, over 13,000 people died in alcohol-impaired driving traffic deaths. 14% increase from 2020. So, that brings us to a mandate. Ah, a technology mandate. So, I want to ask, how many... 
how many technology mandates are we going to be seeing based on statistics that we find? What does anti-DUI tech really look like in your car or truck? It looks like we're going to find out by the end of this year, by the end of 2024. Um, auto auction company, let's move on. Mannheim is expanding into a Rocky Point, North Carolina. This is, I thought this was interesting. With a land transaction last month in Rocky Point, auto auction company Mannheim moves closer to growing its Wilmington area footprint. Mannheim plans to expand onto about 16 acres near the intersection of I-40 and Highway 210. The expansion will allow the company to increase its capacity and serve growing markets up and down the Carolina coast. Yeah. And being near the interstates and the highways, the company was looking for a site with a large area of open space to park cars along with accessibility for major highways. The biggest draw for that piece of property was its proximity to the interstate, which is always preferable for us because a lot of our vehicles are delivered on car haulers. As a wholesale auction, the business is not open to the public, sells cars dealer to dealer, and this will probably triple capacity. Seems like a good move. CarMax continues its green journey with first all-electric car hauler truck. Well, we'll have to ask the car haulers about this on Thursday. But, I mean, you got to go electric at some point, right? Used car retailing giant CarMax began a pilot test of its first EV semi-truck as a vehicle hauler in the San Joaquin Valley in California. The truck can travel an estimated 230 miles on a single charge, transport up to seven vehicles at one time, and that'll work for a day cab, right? Yeah. These are day runs. That makes sense. The company's Stockton, California store has a level three charging station to provide fast charging for the truck. It'll serve as the region's hub. Could work. Freightliner E-Cascadia all-electric semi being leased from Penske. First to be leased by Penske as a vehicle hauler. I guess the question comes in, how's the traffic? Hate to be feeling the range, the range anxiety on that, but, you know, it's part of the future. Now, this story I was following, and it, it's very interesting to me. Uh, the uh, So the, the yellow bankruptcy, the assets of that bankruptcy, there were a lot of bids. And Jack Cooper was uh, really trying hard to seek terminals and stock. Now, uh, Next Century Logistics, which is the parent company of Jack Cooper, apparently, uh, they were looking for 46 owned terminals, 147 leased terminals, right? Because if you're looking at moving massive capacity and volume nationwide, you need terminals. And I'd be curious how many terminals they have now. I'm sure it's a great number. And Yellow had over 12,000 tractors, over 42,000 trailers. Wow. So uh, after an initial bid by Next Century for all the Yellow assets, it wasn't the first bid wasn't viable. Not enough cash to abandon the ongoing uh, sale of the haulers' assets. So that bid. Also understated the cost of reanimating yellow and overstated potential revenue earnings after the company's doors shut, which led to the likely permanent loss of customers. Uh, here's an interesting fact. The Jack Cooper bid would bring up to 15,000 ex-employees of yellow would have the opportunity to join with union representation. However, 
breaking news today. Court approves the sale of 128 yellow-owned terminals. It's going to go to XPO. XPO agreed to pay $870 million for 26-owned terminals, two lease properties. Um, Estes came in as the second largest. Who got what? You got XPO, Estes, Saya, and Knight Swift. Jack Cooper did not make it in the bidding. And that's probably a big deal. Man, it looks like they made a pretty hard run at it. The yellow assets going mostly to XPO. But Estes is going to get 24 terminals. That is fascinating stuff. And that's huge. Top 10 states fueling double-digit rise in odometer rollbacks. Carfax is cautioning consumers in the auto industry about the double-digit rise in odometer rollbacks. Vehicle History Provider reported this week that roughly 2 million vehicles currently in operation have had their odometer rolled back. 2 million? That's up 14% or an additional 300,000 vehicles in the past two years. Carfax calculated consumers lose an average of 4000 in value from unknowingly buying a rolled back car. And that doesn't include unexpected maintenance costs. So what are the top 10 states? California, Texas, New York, Florida, Illinois, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Virginia, North Carolina. Go ahead and get your phones out and take a photo of that. Wow. Who knew it was that bad? I didn't know that. And we are going to keep watching the November bankruptcy filings as they soar 21% high year over year. Started with the pessimistic auto market, went through BK assets being purchased, bankruptcy, odometer rollbacks. Wow, Jay. You really know how to uh, bring the information. I don't shift cars. I bring information. Leverage ATI in your business. Let's share some news. Let's do a feature. Let's uh, move into a panel. Let's do this. Let me grab my uh, ELD punch. Get this ready. We got a lot more coming to you. It is now time. Let's take a quick break. After this break, we're going to be live with Tim Cox of Car Now. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. Transport AutoQuoter is by far the leading auto-quoting software on the market and the only auto-quoter with a pro version that comes preset with accurate pricing for anywhere in the U.S. So you don't have to worry about it. The best part is that no change with your current software is needed. Just plug TAQ in and start booking jobs. Carriers can easily plug TAQ into their current websites and start making money right away. I bet you're wondering how we do this instantly and accurately 24-7. Well, constant analytics is the key. Our price watch team is constantly monitoring current market conditions, paying close attention to seasonal and quick-moving industry changes. At the end of the day, it takes a lot of time and data to maintain good pricing, time that most of us just don't have on a daily basis. So free yourself up. Using TAQ Pro is really a no-brainer. 
Save time and money, maximizing your leads and optimizing your online investments. You'll finally be able to sleep well at night knowing that TAQ is on the job selling for you 24-7. Never missing a potential job. Hey, don't lose any more sleep worrying about those missing leads. Get Transport Auto Quoter to quote the right price the first time, anytime. Run your business with TAQ. Visit transportautoquoter.com. Links are in the live chat. Thanks so much for sticking around. Okay, it's real. Lou Last, here he comes. Live now on ATI for the first time in person. Tim Cox, car now. Wow, how are you? How you doing, my friend? All is uh, all is well. All is well. A little right. chilly here in Atlanta. Got my Christmas sweater on, so uh, it's all good. Okay, good. Well, uh, well listen, I'm, I'm really excited to have you on. Do me a favor. For folks that aren't familiar with you and Car Now, I know there's probably still a few people. Please do say hello and tell us a little bit more about you. Sure. My name is Tim Cox. I have the privilege and honor of being one of the co-founders of, of Car Now, um, which was started by... Uh, you know, car dealers uh, actually started inside uh, the Lexus dealership that I was managing at the time. And um, we are uh, one of the number one and, and, and undeniably the fastest growing communication platform and digital retailing platform in automotive. Uh, we've been around uh, going on nine years. Uh, we have the privilege to serve uh, over 5,000 plus dealers and uh, have an amazing uh responsibility and uh, blessing to be partnered with uh, 23 OEMs, obviously here in the United States. So I looked at, I was looking at uh, OEM certifications, partners, integrations on the, on the page on your website. What does that mean? Tell me a little bit more about that, if you would. Well, it's, it's extremely important, uh, especially these days to have uh, OEM partnerships, right? Um, more than ever, uh, you know, the, the recent uh, J.D. Power, uh, I, I say recent, it was several months ago, um, statistics say that, you know, uh, brand loyalty is at an all-time low, uh, as about 50%. Uh, dealership loyalty is somewhere in the 20% range. So that's why vendors need to partner with OEMs to make sure that they deliver the best. Is it perfect? Of course not. You strive for that, but to deliver that uh, best experience possible to make sure that um, the customer is getting great service for sure. So, so very, very important. And obviously, if you're not in the certification program, um, you know they 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 vet vendors out for specific areas, websites, you know, uh, and so on and so forth. You know, communication, chat, text, digital retailing, others, um, and you need to be in those programs. That makes sense. Okay, so because you're in the business, technology business, by the way. So CarNow is listed as a software development company. Mm -hmm. I, th I thought I read that. Okay, so because that's what we're essentially yes. talking about. Software that helps connect to the customer, which would make sense. That's why, thus, the OEM certification. Uh, that's correct. But the brand loyalty comment you just made, that surprises me. Does that loyalty being low surprise you? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things uh, that have happened, you know, you know, so, you know, back in the day, you know, my dad drove Fords, I drove Fords, my grandpa drove Ford, we drove Fords. Well, you know, in the last three years, you know, there wasn't a lot of, and obviously I just, I just said Ford because it came to my brain, but, you know, 
there wasn't cars on the lot. So maybe, you know, the scarcity of inventory, uh, people jump ship and, um, you know, try different brands. Uh, I'll tell you another statistic why this is so, so uh, important. You know, on the dealership loyalty side, dealership, individual dealership, regardless of the brand, all-time low, 23%. But something funny with that is, do you know that, uh, and this is just a little nugget people can take home, uh, I th thought it was fascinating, Patrick Abad, uh, the general manager of Beaver Toyota here in Georgia, largest dealership in Georgia, 600 plus a month. Uh, he said, you know, if if a customer has a bad experience and you fix that experience for them, they are 80 percent. So it goes from 23 percent to 80 percent uh, that they are going to recommend you, give you great reviews. So uh, so uh, just some tidbits there. So that's why it's so important. A lot of people talk about experience uh, at the end of the day. It's, it's giving that experience. And, and look, you know, the pandemic, which I hate even saying the P word that's taught. It taught us a lot of things. Uh, price. Maybe not that important, you know. I mean, the record, uh, the beginning of 2022, again, friends at J.D. Power, dealer grosses were at $5,200 uh, around. So uh, lots we can learn as we continue to study human behavior and, uh, you know, we continue to get better and review the game film so we can all get better at our craft. All right. How hard is it to take a, a consumer that's online? And when they go to in-person in the store, make that seamless. That sounds well. Hard. That's been that. That's been the big disconnect. Um, and if the other, you know, competitors, which I'm friendly with, I, I all of our competitors um, in the space, if if we're all truthful, that has been the disconnect. Um, we've got we're talking about NADA. We've got some pretty exciting things um, that we will be can't now, but able to announce at NADA. But that's been the disconnect. You know, people will, will including Carnell, we had to go back to the drawing board. Um, the, diff, the, the, the disconnect where people were, you know, calculating a payment, maybe, maybe getting an idea of what their trade was worth. And then they go into the dealership and it's like, who are you? Well, wait a minute. What, what do you mean, who am I? I just spent 90 minutes on your, on your website or 30 minutes or whatever it is on your website, calculated my payment. I, I even did a, 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 a what, what was called a pre-qualify. I clicked that button. What, what do you mean? So taking that seamlessly from that digital, you know, sending them a QR code like an Apple wallet. Hey, listen, scan the QR code, picks up everything. And, and not only is that a, a, an enjoyable experience for the consumer, it, look, this is Atlanta. Obviously, it's a little chilly here. It's 100 plus degrees in the summertime. Now I've got a customer coming in. I know where the credit score is. I know what they're trading is. I got an idea. I know what they have an idea of what they're paying. Do things change a little? Of course. Um, another statistic, uh, you know, our friends at Darwin um, provided this data. When you look at F&I, you know, F&I numbers have dropped considerably this year because of the interest rates going up, right? something we need to pay attention to, but the percentage goes up um, dramatically if a customer looks at a wheel and tire or extended service contract or something of that nature inside before they get to the dealership. And this again, Jay, is not rocket science. When I was managing at the Lexus store, when I spiffed my salespeople, hey, listen, you sell a warranty, anything over 800 gross, we're gonna give you a hundred bucks. You you sell a, you know, a Stonex or a wheel and tire, you know, and that was paid in the, it's just because it's repetition. So they saw it before they went to the F&I office. 
Now we're doing it digitally. So it's just wise. Is everybody going to buy this way? No, but you're casting a, a wider digital net. Um, do you know this? This is uh, I'll share this with you. You know, Asbury, 70 percent of everyone. And I, and I believe this number is correct. 70 percent of everyone who bought through ClickLane was new to Asbury. I want you to think about that. New. So somebody that may have not bought there, providing that experience, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, that's just, you know, we, we have to meet people where they're at, and it's it's not going away. Well, you obviously know that, I mean, the, the next generation, when I say that, obviously I don't, I don't know the terminology well enough, but folks right now that are in their 20s and are shopping for vehicles are doing it the way that you've built towards. They're doing everything online. I read a crazy stat that somebody shopping for a car has done over seven hours of research. 100%. 100%. So when they come to your website, it, that it's it's game on. And that's what... Let, let me give you another statistic that is... Uh, and again, I, I always say facts trump feelings. Sometimes I, I give talks... I have the pleasure to give talks all over the country, and I let people know this is a feeling and this is a fact. So let me give you a fact. With all the AI talk, and, and, and look, there's a part of that, right, that, that, that makes things see, seamless. But there's that interaction. There's that communication. I've been saying for almost a decade now, you cannot sell a car without a conversation. You just can't. We looked at nearly 300,000, and the exact number was 292,917 to be exact. I'm not Rain Man. I've just given that in the presentation multiple times. But do you know, and again, if other companies like ours are, are honest, like we are being honest, a person comes in to, a, you know, to calculate a payment and starts it and finishes it without any assistance – they're closing somewhere, I mean, somewhere in the one and a half to sub 1%. Do you know if there's at least one conversation during that process? Hey, what's my payments? Hey, is a car here? Whatever it is. That goes up to 12.74%. Fascinating. People, we're, 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 we're communicative. We're, we're, we want to communicate. So, yes, provide tools. Make it simpler but communicate with customers either using uh, a simple AI tree and or a live person in the process, and you will absolutely increase uh, the amount of cars you're selling. Because at any given day in a dealership, you might have two or three people on the, on the, in, in the showroom, but you probably have you know, 15 or 20 people on your website. I saw, um, that makes me think of, because I've seen, you know, you'll, the sales guy, gal, will send a video and what's the purpose of that? To get them into a conversation about getting into a car, right? You're not going to sell the car just with the video. You got to get them into no. a conversation. No, there's a lot of great video uh, companies out there. Um, um, a lot of great CRMs out there. There's a lot of great tools, but a tool is only as good as you use it. The good things it is, is the good tools would do a lot of the heavy lifting and push it and here's another key. This is free for you as well. There's a lot of BDCs and salespeople and sales managers that let these tools, tools like ours, do what they do and push them into the CRM. But when you engage with the customer while they're on the website, it goes up 
And, well, I'll give you more facts. Kevin Fry, CMO at, at, at Jeff Weiler, his number, not mine. When they jumped into conversations, it was a 1,372% increase in ROI, in ROI. So these are huge. Uh, these are huge. And it isn't rocket science. It's just not. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quote. And this is a fact, not a feeling. Uh, and it's it's probably the most powerful thing that I tell dealers across the uh, across the the country. And and Jay, I I know that that you get this too. We get a lot of yeah, but not my market. Yeah, but you don't know my salespeople. Yeah, but uh, let me give you a fact, not a feeling. My dear friend Bob Warner, who has a Mazda store, Mazda great partners of ours in 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 Manchester, New Hampshire. Manchester, New Hampshire has one of the smallest PMAs of any Mazda PMA projected market area in the country. One of the smallest. So let's let's think about that. Mazda has nearly 600 dealerships. Do you know where he finished last this year or will finish this year? And again, please, Mazda, Mazda folks, if he drops or goes up a few, but he's not going to drop or raise few. It's we're in December. Thirty two. 32. And he says this, the reason I do so well, people, I don't get showroom ups, but the reason I do so well is because we sell cars the way customers want to buy them, not the way we want to sell them. And he said, once we figured that out and we went to where they were, that's when we started to grow. So again, fact, smallest PMA, number 32, last time I checked, 600 dealers. We need to pay attention, ladies and gentlemen. And these are baby steps. This isn't rocket science. It really isn't. The number of over, you said over 5,000 dealerships and then the OEMs, the partnerships, the number of stages you've been on, you, you make appearances, you've been on, you're on automotive news, CBT news, you speak a digital dealer, you're probably speaking to NADA, I'm assuming. Yes, sir. It, it, it's incredible uh how uh in in tune you are with this industry and um i really appreciate it's amazing that we just had a segment with you what i'm wondering is do you mind can i keep you on for the segment with the panel do you have a few sure. more minutes yeah yeah amazing. sure yeah. wow okay do me a favor stay right where you are please don't move you don't want to change that dial we'll be right back with tim and the panel so stick around we'll be right back Are you ready to take a leap into the future of vehicle logistics? Auto Hauler Exchange is the first pure B2B marketplace in vehicle logistics, where shippers and carriers live and work directly in one ecosystem with no middleman. Shippers simply post their shipping opportunities directly to highly vetted carriers around the country. Once a carrier sees a shipment opportunity which fits their need, they simply check that shipment out of the exchange with just a few clicks of a button and with no third-party interaction, getting your vehicle on the road with ease. We have proven our B2B marketplace is a more efficient, transparent model for vehicle logistics, where shippers and carriers connect one-on-one. -on -one. Take it from our clients themselves. Get off the vehicle hauling roller coaster today with Auto Hauler Exchange. Yeah, so let's be honest with it. Everybody as an operator, like myself, we're always looking to save expense, okay? And so if I can get a product that is just as efficient as, as another product, 
and yet save a ton of money, that's what I'm going to do. And so I think the value proposition that DealersLink offers is unmatched, right? For what we spend on DealersLink, for what we get from DealersLink, full spectrum, the marketplace to support, the OEM data, the Fastbook tool, the, the mobile applications that you have, uh, it, the value proposition is huge. Um, and I definitely would recommend, I have recommended, uh, we are continuing to install it into our stores uh, as we speak. Request a live demo at dealerslink.com now. Manage your inventory operations all in one place with smarter wholesale, cutting edge recon, market driven strategies, and automated advertising. Visit dealerslink.com. Links are in the live chat. By the way, thank you so much, Mark Rodeke. He is making martinis in the super chat. We appreciate those every time. All right, here we go. We have got a uh, star studded panel for you tonight here on Tuesday Nights Live. We have Tim Cox of Carnow still with us, and as we move into the panel, we've got Travis, Alicia, Michael, and Dana is uh, just logging in now. Let's do this. Travis, elevator pitch, please say hello, and then we'll move on and we'll get this thing going. Travis Wisely, hey, gentlemen. I'm, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Is my sound okay? Your sound is good. Uh, give us the pitch for Dealers Link. What's Dealers Link, Travis? Dealers Link is the largest wholesale marketplace dealer direct, leaving the auction out, moving vehicles between dealers with no fees. We do inventory management, syndication, booking. Uh, you know, we get you to forecast the market, forecast what the values are going to be of cars, and just help dealers make more money, cash more checks, and close more deals. All right, and hitting it hard at NADA. Um, okay, up next on deck, Alicia. Alicia, please say hello. Tell us more about you and Assertus. Hey guys, Alicia Belt here. I lead the product team for Assertus. Assertus is a third-party logistics and services platform company. So we do everything from vehicle transport, title and registration, vehicle storage, care and maintenance, uh, recently just moved over into the repossession space as well as freight transportation with a recent acquisition. So thanks for having us. Thanks, Alicia. I really appreciate it. Michael, first time on ATI. Please tell us a little bit more about you and UVI. All right, Jay. Thanks for having me. Yes, UVI, we automate uh, the vehicle inspection process. If you think about it, um, our customers are in the transportation business and they're managing assets all day long whether it's retailing those assets, um, wholesaling those assets, servicing those assets, uh, we're in the center of it all from the inspection process. So it all starts with what is the value of that asset, whether it's on a variable or fixed side. And that's what we manage for dealerships, fleet, um, auctions today. Thank you so much, Michael. Now, Dana, okay, here we go. Dana's just joining us now. So but as we move into, let's see if Dana can see us and hear us before we get, get rolling. And this is, I want to say, this is really exciting to have uh, this pre-NADA panel. Uh, be, you're like, we're pretty early to NADA, but it's going to hit hard right after the holidays, so I thought, why waste time? Dana, can you see me and hear me okay? Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, cool. Dana, please say hello. Tell us a little bit more about you and Auto Hauler Exchange. Yeah, my name is Dana Randazzo. I'm Chief Operating Officer for Auto Hauler Exchange. Um, we are a technology platform that connects shippers and carriers directly. <clears throat> exactly. 
putting the power back in the carrier's hands, right? No middlemen, carrier to shipper. Yep. Okay, so we've got uh, dealer inventory, transportation, logistics. Is everybody, everybody's going to NADA, right? Yes. Some, yes. So, will somebody kick us off? Why is NADA such a big, it's, it's such a big show. Why is that? I'll kick off. Yeah. I think there's three things that happen immediately at NADA, and that's where our focus is, is there's not only the sale of the product and showing what's new and bringing your new innovation to the table, but it's taking care of your current customers, you know, getting time to get some FaceTime, do something fun with them, show them that you support them. And then it's just really camaraderie between, just like we're doing right here, the vendors, to network with other vendors, to see where we can enhance each other's relationships, because this industry is about relationships. This is the car business, and it's built on the foundation of relationships, and this is the Super Bowl of relationship building. So it's just customer appreciation, relationships, and, you know, hey, it never hurts to do a little bit of business and pay for it, so that's, that's what I see. It is a Super Bowl in many ways. Who yeah. wants to add to that? Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, I echo I echo Travis's comments. I think, obviously, it's one of the well, most well uh, shown up for events in the space as far as, like, the dealership world goes. Um, you know, obviously, we go in attendance, just same kind of motivations that Travis, Travis has, obviously, and the rest of us do. Networking is key. Um, but I, I kind of like to look at a lot of those opportunities as you get a little teaser of some new things coming as far as uh, new releases that you're working towards building. You kind of get that instant gratification of customer feedback live, whether you have a booth, you know, at the show, as far as in the expo hall or just in conversation of pulling people aside and being able to kind of set up private demos and uh, things of that nature to kind of get some of that direct feedback. And it's also nice just to get face-to-face -face contact. We live in such a virtual world now where everybody's meeting on Zoom. So good opportunity just to get some good FaceTime, meet with existing customers, see what else is relevant in the space. What are the other vendors showing up? What are they doing? It's really good insights from just even like competitive insights and comparing what's being offered to customers at the shows. So I think all of us take away a number of different factors when we go to those shows. Yeah, I think there's, where, where else are you going to find 20,000 plus dealership uh, employees, every manufacturer, every media outlet that covers automotive um, show up in one place for a few days, right? I mean, the, to, um, to Travis's point, it is a Super Bowl for us. And uh, so you're not going to get many of these opportunities throughout the year. It's hard to list the number of things then, right? You, you, yeah, demos. You have the agenda, the exhibit hall, the networking, your own customers. There's dinners, there's events. Tim, what do you like about NADA? What are you looking forward to doing this year? Uh, we're going to do something a little different this year. Um, you know, I, I have a little podcast and my little tagline is uh, no one is smarter than everyone. So let's just get better together. And along that concept out of our conference room, uh, to, 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 to bounce off of what Michael said, you know, we have a lot of OEM meetings, uh, a lot of dealer meetings, but we're going to, we're going to do things a little different. You know, we're going to do some pretty exciting stuff in the, in, uh, in service this year. Uh, so we're going to set up 
you know, three or four ideas that are 90% baked. And we're going to let dealers play with it and, and let us know the direction. So, so again, pulling in our peers and, and, and having the ability of, of, uh, you know, having the, you know, somebody, you know, one of our partners from one of the big publics all the way down to not down it is, but, but, you know, to the individual independent store and, Hey, I like this, or what about this? And, and, uh, you know, that's usually where the best ideas come from. So trying a little thing, you know, a, a, a little different. And then, you know, uh, to, to hop on what Alicia said, you know, we, we're, we're, you know, doing some things with Assertus or talking to Assertus. And because of Michelle and my relationship with Michelle, one of her team, you know, that we met at these shows because, you know, us as vendors, you know, it's like we're the, the traveling show, right? The, not that I don't want to say the traveling circuit, but we go to this show and that show and this show. And, and, and you see each other and you see how you can, because at the end of the day, um, it's about serving our dealers. And if, if your tool, if your company helps serve our dealers and, and make them more money and, and streamline the process, then I'm all in. So, so, so getting feedback to, to, you know, Michael's point, OEMs and all the people, and then, and then the, the, the partnerships with other vendors that you can figure out, Hey, that might work. And, and, uh, and partnering together is a, is, is a, is a big thing. I have written down here other applications and strategic partners, and then you said service, and I was going to ask you about that earlier. But ultimately, bringing a customer from online to in-person, seems like everybody has. There's a lot of strategic opportunities right here, just just right here on this screen. There's a lot of things. We can't say yeah. everything, but yeah. <clears throat> I would I would add to that that you know the industry the the car business the age old inner inner core of it where the money's made is the walk around okay and the walk around's always been the most important place where the value is built on the car and what's happened is that walk around is now started online so the customer starts the walk around for themselves okay so they go and just like you know, Tim was stating earlier, they they look for seven hours online prior to even engaging. And, and you know, how many walkarounds have they done on vehicles where before they would go to a lot, they might get a walk around, go to another one, might get another walk around, but that's going to be the end. They'll typically buy at the third or fourth point. Whereas, you know, where Tim made a great point is that digital walk around starts online and that experience of the buying process online is pretty key in the industry right now so i think it's really relevant and you know just like we're doing ai descriptions and photo uploads and all kinds of different stuff that just improves that walk around so that's 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 kind of the core of it that's where the money's made so this is a great panel great job and so you that just said ai but but I but I stopped but I stopped the conversation. What were you gonna say? Please continue. Was it Michael or Michael or Tim? Who'd I cut off? No, I was gonna just follow Michael, up. With, please, I, Michael. I was gonna follow up on AI and, and what's important for us for the show is is brand recognition too. You heard Tim earlier talk about Car Now has been around for nine years. UVI has only been around in the United States for three years, and so you know I spent twenty three years at CDK. Everybody knows the DMS companies, right? But not everybody understands UVI. So. Some of these events for us is, is also brand recognition. Uh, I mean, we're a dealership tool. We started out in service, so people just think we're a service tool compared to Hunter and others, which are still good solutions, but 
we just rolled out our appraisal capability. And we talk about the walk around and we talk about Tim, I heard him earlier on your show, talk about being, you know, a used car manager, right? In Tim's days as you used car manager, you have to walk around the car. You're not gonna put the car up on the lift. So you don't know really the, that, what that asset's valued at. So we use AI to Travis's point, you get the car through our system within 30 seconds, I can give you the capability to do an appraisal on a vehicle to, under, to see the tire wheels, undercarriage, exterior, and so our focus is how do we get that message out to, 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 to customers and to dealers about how do we become more efficient? How do we help them retail better uh, from a wholesale loss perspective and from a retail perspective using AI as the center of it so that um, they don't have to worry about how much manpower, right? Getting people to take photos every single minute of every single car and relying on human beings sometimes is a struggle. So that's why we're excited about our AI capabilities and what we're going to continue to display, especially at NADA this year. To, to piggyback on what Michael said, this, you're talking to a guy that, believe it or not, believe it or not, I've missed a few trades. <laughs> I've missed paintwork. I've missed core support damage. I've missed, I've missed, you know, uh, maybe my tire measure, you know, my, 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 my paint meter was not working. So, so to have that would, uh, would have definitely, to, to piggyback on what Michael said, would have definitely um, eased the pain uh, yeah, because the human eye does is, I know it's tough for you to believe, but yes, I, I have made a lot of mistakes. But I think at the end uh, of the day, appraising cars. But at the end of the day, everything we're talking about here is how do we help our dealer be more efficient as retailers, right? COVID's over. Tim talked about the big C word. I mean, it's over. The pay, or the big P word, the pandemic, it's over, right? And now all the money that our dealers made over those years was great. I'm excited for them because they deserve to make as much money as possible because customers find a way to grind them out on a regular basis. But now they have to get back to retailing. And the way to do that is help them be, to be smarter, provide them the tools to be smarter in how they're retailing and how they're working with customers, whether it's online in-store capabilities, whether it's um, AI, you know, managing assets or managing the customer, managing vehicles, uh, transportation, all those things add up to how they retail vehicles and how they do business. By the way, I just want to mention, this is what it's like to be at NADA, <laughs> to stand around and listen to a couple folks talking in a booth you know, it's, uh, yeah, you got to take notes and, and, and you're thinking about different verticals. But again, I want to, uh, there's this uh, cross-pollination of applications and partnerships. What are some of the things that, who can, end the, who can finish that sentence for me? That's what any... Yeah, Alicia. Yeah, no, I mean, I can I can chime in. I mean, I think everything that we're talking about here from everything that Tim started the show off with, with as far as trying to help better enable digital retailing for dealerships and that entire customer experience to things that Michael's touching on with their product around inspection and the overall quality that you're collecting of the vehicle. All of that factors in not only just for inventory acquisition, for dealers to be able to buy vehicles and get the speed to market of getting those vehicles listed and sold. But all of that also ends up percolating down to the end customer experience and the demand kind of in the changing expectations that are evolving from consumers today. And as far as like a service goes, we find ourselves right smack dab in the middle of it because obviously that like logistics is always the afterthought or some of the compliance aspects tied to title and registration or what it's going to take to actually sell a vehicle online and deliver it to a consumer that's 2,000 miles from where it was originally sold out of. 
And so Assertus always finds our way right into the mix of that, of trying to partner with different folks on the front end and on the back end to deliver um, not only assist in the inventory acquisition process and help enable better speed to market for dealerships, but then also trying to help those dealerships deliver a really successful customer experience at the end of the day to deliver a vehicle to an end customer that's clean and fully fueled as if it just rolled off the showroom floor. And that's a really difficult thing to do to deliver that exact same experience as if they actually walked into a into the showroom of a dealership. But that's kind of the pressure that we're feeling and the needs of our customers that continue to come to us is how do we continue to elevate that customer experience regardless of the physical footprint. So that's where I think the partnership opportunity continues to evolve, both on kind of the front end and on the back end of not only the retail, but also the acquisition side and strategic partners that different vendors need to uh, need to hook up with as far as being able to help deliver that better customer experience at the end of the day. Okay, so I, I, I think wanted, I've been uh, part of the applause button. It's amazing. Crew. It's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Travis? Great job. Amazing. Well, I was just going to say I've been partners with Assertus, uh, our organization, for, I don't know, what, 10 years now yeah. or something like that. So they've been moving wholesale cars for us between dealers for, you know, virtually a decade. So it's, it's, uh, it, the cars don't move. The iron doesn't move. I mean, that's what, ATI is all about, right? If the iron doesn't move, nothing happens. We could take photos, we could do all kinds of crazy stuff, but if we can't deliver the car to the customer, we're dead in the water. So it's just about pushing the iron down the road. So great job. Right. You know, Alicia, you really elaborated on that very well. And and that is assertive. You do have a lot of those services that you provide. Um, hey, Michael, I was thinking that... Uh, does did the Amazon partnership, at least the the information about it, help people realize more of the applications that could be in place with the UVI, the hardware? Like I, I personally, I was thinking more of okay, a vehicle comes out of a plant, a vehicle comes out of an auction, a vehicle is at the dealership. But then when I saw oh, this could be used for fleets and maintenance, as which just wasn't something I thought of. Yeah. It seems well, like it, until we show somebody what you can do with the product, it's amazing the way that works. Yeah, no, I mean, we're, we're first of all, really excited about our partnership with Amazon. I had the opportunity to go to, but by the way, if you order something on Prime and it gets to you the next day, I know how to get it. I know how that works. Their logistics is insane. I got a package I'm, that's hung up. I can call you. Okay. All right. So if you order something from Travis and it goes through Tim, I can tell you how his company and everybody gets it to you the next day. It's if their logistics operations is, is phenomenal. Yeah. But I was I happened to be at their location in Nashville where we were starting to do our pilots, and they leverage our technology because just like airplanes, they make money when they're in the air. Amazon's fleet makes money when they're on the road, and anytime they have to ground a vehicle, that's detrimental to their business. And so they're using our technology to do predictive maintenance on their vehicles. Every morning, a driver comes in picks up his, his load for the day. They're driving eight to 10 hours a day. When they come back in, they got to go through our system for an inspection. And what we do is we provide them data on tire wear, um, dings, dents, scratches, anything, uh, even, even chips in the windshield, anything that can cause that vehicle to be grounded for a period of time, they want to know that now so they can do the maintenance and get it fixed to, to prevent that vehicle from being off the road for an extended period of time. So that's an example for the fleet 
um, to your question about how how is technology helping um, from a production perspective with Amazon, we're going to we carry that over to I think uh, in the auction space as well. We also are going to definitely we're carrying that over into the DMS or into the um, uh, dealership space, helping uh, customers know the severity of their cars, so they know what is needed to get their cars fixed, so they're not going to be down for a period of time. Thank you for that, Michael. I just wanted to add this. Uh, so, Dana, you you heard Tim talk about what it was like to to look at a problem early on and uh, change the way things are done. Auto Hauler Exchange is doing is doing its own version of that. You want to elaborate on you know how that looks when you're when you're at NADA and how you want to talk to partners. Yeah, so this is what is exciting about going to NADA and just listening to everybody speak a little bit about, you know, what they do and what they're a part of is, and you hear a lot of, it's funny, everybody had told me prior to NADA, I'd gone last year for the first time, everyone described it as the Super Bowl, so I guess that's a common theme that everyone describes it as that. Um, there's a lot of energy there, and when you talk about strategic so just sitting here listening to a couple of people speak about what they're working on, what their background is, it makes me think how could we potentially partner with them as well too? Because we're we're in we're in transportation, but we're in, you know, transparency of transportation. We're trying to have technology run the day, right? So the, the shipper uploads their vehicles, they say, Hey, this is variable, it's marketed to the carriers onto our network. Um, you know, there's there's uh, you have their own dashboard, there's transparency all along the route. And we're always thinking, like, what's that other piece that could be added that could connect everybody together, right? Like, what, where, how do we get the dealerships connected? How do we get the carriers connected? Um, how do we get an inspection report potentially connected? Like, what along this route, just from pickup to delivery, could also be added, you know, to that transportation piece that could connect everyone together, too, that would, you know, circumvent any problems or issues in the future? Or, you know, could they be a part of an inspection? Could we have something, you know, applied like on an app or something like that too? So I love everyone's different piece and what they're working on because it just gets everyone thinking, well, how could we partner? There's got to be another way, you know, to get everyone communicating and talking. And, um, you know, of course it's, I've been in transportation and I, I hate hearing that transportation is an afterthought. It always gets that, right? It's always like lower on the, on the totem pole. And it's like, if you don't have the vehicles on your lot quick and soon and fast to sell, you're mm. losing money daily. <laughs> so to that point, you know, I, I would argue that, you know, when you buy that car, if I go to the sale and I buy 12 cars, as soon as I take those tickets from the auction and I give them to my comptroller, whoever's doing it, and they punch those and put them in my inventory, the clock's ticking. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it takes, it, it, it just ticking. If, and, and there's a lot of dealers on a 45 day turn, a 60 day turn, doesn't matter. So that's why, you know, a relationship and that's why it shouldn't be an afterthought, quite frankly. That's why we're trying to speed that process up through our tool. Uh, just getting those vehicles there because uh, especially, well, on, on, on the dealer side, Obviously, that clock is ticking, and time is time is money. Um, and having that, even if something goes bad, that communication—you know, with truck had a flat tire, whatever it is—is crucial uh, to to the operation. It's definitely a big cog in that wheel. Yeah, and that's really where our product is trying to eliminate that middleman, so they're connected directly. You know, and then there's always you know someone available after hours or whatnot too. But we're really trying to have the technology drive it. So there's transparency along the entire route. And so there, things are going to happen. It is transportation. It's just life in general, right? Something breaks at, at all times. But um, as long as there's that communication up front and you know ahead of time, I think that causes a lot of you know problems down the road. <clears throat> it helps a lot of problems down the road. 
Um, as we wrap up, I know that, like Tim, when we were talking about the process, again, from online to in-person, uh, it's everybody's process involves all these technology widgets, these moments where you need this tech and then that tech and then this tech. But, but if everything's running properly, then you really are. It's almost like a magic trick. It's not a magic trick. It's technology. But, uh, right, it's not a simple thing to pull off. It takes a lot of behind-the-scenes working, coding, updating. I'm sure that, uh, Michael, I'm sure you could, you could tell somebody, uh, you, you could share somebody behind the scenes that could tell all kinds of stories of how UVI got to where it is now. I'm sure that's an interesting journey. Maybe for another show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe so. But I mean, that's that's so technology is forefront. I think NADA show 2024 even said dri driven by technology, so much technology and, and uh, room for partnerships and opportunities. So uh, I just I'll end the show here. I really appreciate everybody's time. And uh, I think it's fascinating. It's a glimpse into NADA February 1st through 4th in Las Vegas. Get ready for the Super Bowl. Right. Okay. okay. All right, Tim, <laughs> Travis, Alicia, Michael, Dana, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time with me tonight for the show. Thanks thank for having us. Thank Thanks for having us. Thank you. Nice meeting you guys. That was fun. Yep. Thank you. Nice meeting. Stop by the booth. Spin my cash wheel. That's right. Come by. <laughs> spin the wheel. See everybody else at NADA. Say hello. Thank you so much. And here's the cut. <laughs> Okay. You know what? I never know exactly how to end the show. It's hard. You don't want to say goodbye. It's like leaving a Christmas party that's going well. Um, thanks so much for jumping in the live chat and saying hello. Thanks for the live links. Kimberly's in there putting in the links. We got Peach Transport. Michael was on last Thursday. Auto Hall Exchange there, of course. And uh, Mark Rodeke making martinis in the super chat. If you are in need of getting in connect connection making contact with somebody that was on the show or if you want to learn more we had tim cox of car now uh dana randazzo auto hauler exchange elisa belt of assertus michael seaman with uvi travis wise with dealers link and just let me know how i can help i also want to thank murphy auto transport services Superflow systems dealers link and auto hauler exchange thanks for helping making ati what it is today We'll be back next Tuesday. Actually, Travis is back next Tuesday. We're going to do a Dealer's Link show, so you'll want to join us for that. Also, this Thursday, we've got Howard Schulman with JD Factors on Dispatching Live, so you can catch him at noon Central Time on Thursday. And, uh, well, of course, thank you so much. ATI Auto Business, connecting retail, wholesale, logistics, and tech. Have a good night, everybody. Here comes the car hauler. Stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Thank you.